This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 317, Tournament Champions Advice. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. Uh, this is a late episode this week. It was going to be next week's episode, actually. No, we're just moving things around. That's all it really comes down to. But we were going to be saying in this episode, hey, the, the, the tournament starts this weekend, but it's actually, it's in like, it's next weekend. Okay. Next weekend is, uh, the start of the tournament. Uh, that's right. It's already upon us. I'm so scared. (laughs) There's so many things that still have to be done. Uh, you can expect, I, I can say this right at the, right at the gate here. There is a, uh, a, a naming of the slices on the way uh we we have made the the slices for this year's tournament draft mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. coming okay so this episode's like dropping right after we finish recording this and i edit it and then i record the naming of the slices and then that also gets dropped so you're just getting everything here as fast as as hunter and i can get it out the door basically right, right. <laughs> yeah we're basically yeah we're we're cooking as we go right now um and, and it's and we are serving up hot plates like right out of the kitchen okay like we just cooked this okay yeah um, we are laying down track, all right. And the train is—it's a runaway train, all right. But this is a uh, this is something we've been wanting to do for a while. Mostly just like Hunter and I have been wanting to like follow up with all of the former champions. This is yeah. our sixth year doing the tournament, and it just felt like checking in with everybody would would be cool. And given the, like the pretty big shakeup of structure of the tournament, we thought that would be a good way to sort of center ourselves and talk to all the former winners about, mm-hmm. you know, what do they think uh, is going to make for good strategy in the new format, but more importantly, what worked for them in finding success and just kind of where they've been since then. Yeah, I think there have been enough champions to where I would kind of organize them into two maybe even three different kind of eras, uh-huh. you know? Obviously, you have the base game champions of Nine of Spades and Duke Lukem. Um, and then you have the POK champions, uh, Teddy's Jam for You, Jono, and DeSuga. Yeah. Even between those three, though, I would kind of organize those as like, like Teddy is, Teddy is like sort of the, the cusp champion yeah. where it's like we were also kind of like figuring out what the tournament would look like. Yeah. Uh, going forward like for example uh in tournament three uh teddy's year we didn't even do multi draft okay right. so like we were kind of in between base game and pok yeah and then you've got jono and DeSuga, which i think slot much more neatly together mm-hmm. as like pok is defined the structure of the tournament is really defined and i actually think that tournament six is kind of the start of a a, a different era yeah. even with this new structure as far as the way the qualifiers work uh the elimination of the the buy round which i think was like kind of just not i mean it's like we needed it and it made sense as a solution at the time um but i just i think the way we're doing the qualifiers this time is just is just a lot smarter and a lot better 
Um, See us again and, in three months <laughs> where we're like, okay, how did that go actually, though? Basically, I, I, I'm hopeful and I think it will work out, but there's there's still that part of me that's like, great. we're going to get 216 games? Are we? Are we going to find a way to make 216 yes. games? I don't yes. know. Yes, Matt. <laughs> it scares don't, me. I don't. I'm going to come over to your house and I'm going to beat you <laughs> up, okay? If you keep talking like that. There are going to be 200. Guess what? All right. If uh, any non believers. Uh, there are going to be 216 games, okay? Mm-hmm. And here's how I can tell you. I've got so many people in my head that I'm like, they're going to get a prelim slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no matter what. They'll you play until they like, get one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's going to be, you know, like, I can already tell you, you know, Kaluin's going to get a spot, uh-huh, okay? Uh-huh. Squeemoo's getting a spot. Carnal's getting a spot, okay? Right. I don't know how many games it takes those weirdos to, to get in. Yeah. They're going to get in, okay? Boy. And there's a lot of you weirdos out there like that. They're going to do that. The thing I think I've, I haven't fully, like, reckoned with, because we've been so focused on the qualifiers, I have not mm-hmm. thought about how intense the prelims are going to be. Because in the past, oh, yeah. the pre- like, the prelims have been almost basically just... The qualifiers again with like nope. a, a smattering of people having proven themselves. Now it's like no. everyone won a game in this round. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, Prelims will be the new semis. Yeah. Semis will be the new finals. <laughs> finals is going to be a, a two day event. Yeah, exactly. Basically like a music <laughs> festival, basically. Uh, and it's, it's, yeah. I mean, and that's where we're headed. Yeah. And the sooner we embrace that, the better it's going to feel. Right. All right. This, this tournament six. The finals are going to be in May. That's already slotted. It's it. going to happen, and it's going to take all week. Yeah. Okay, it's going <laughs> to be a seven-day. The whole first day. week of May is just mm-hmm. that. It's just the. Yep. It's just our whole championship. Yeah, boy, what a what a thing. Well, I think we should dive right into uh, to our interviews with everybody. I, uh, I we we you know like Hunter said, we got to talk to Spades and Luke and Teddy and Jono and Deshuga. Uh and it's been it's interesting uh the the biggest thing being with a year between each of them it's such a wild disparity of like how fresh these things are on their mind you know like Deshuga, mm-hmm. it's like I don't know I won the thing two weeks ago what do you want from right. me <laughs> right and then Spades is like I've it's been five cold years in the yeah. Canadian winter like right. it's it's such a disparity of experience and uh my my favorite thing about all of this is the the fact that we don't have any like repeat countries as winners yet like we, oh, okay. there's the and and like so like region based stuff it's we we just have everybody and i wonder how that's going to feed into to tournament 6 but there there's a lot of conversations about like like literally scheduling qualifier games and how to make <laughs> it work for you given where you are and so there's a there's a lot of advice you know from all the different regions. So anyways, yeah, here's uh, here's us chatting with all of our champion friends. Here's my question for the Nine of Spades. Spades, you were just you were just here. You were just on the show. We caught up with you. We heard what it's like to be a dad and play. But you also had you told us about alternating, you know, you've played alternating years of the tournament. So you played in tournament five. Should we expect you to have a third kid and you're not you're going to bow out of tournament six or are you prepared for the qualifiers? <laughs> well, uh, if I had another kid by now, that would be preventing me from joining tournament six. I hope I would know because if I find <laughs> out there's another kid in like a week before <laughs> tournament six starts, I'm going to have some questions. Some kids go fast, um, though. Some kids, are, it's not nine months, it's two days. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll be playing in Tournament 6 for sure. The thing cool. I've been struggling with since your guys' announcement is um, I'm, I kind of feel it feels weird to me that if I lose my first game, do I, like, play a second yeah. one? Or there's, is it I think that, like, no. <laughs> there's a lot of families no out there <laughs> that are not anticipating the, like, mm-hmm. I'm playing, hey, family, hey, kids, every weekend I'm taking a, a day to myself to play another game in the tournament. I think that's right. not something a lot of people have mentally prepared for. Yeah, so that's interesting. How Yeah, how does that work in your life? You play one, are you... Are these qualifiers like old school qualifiers to all of the dads and the moms out there, right? Is this a, is this a actually I do only have one shot to make it through. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a one and done for me. And yeah. I probably won't play on a weekend. I'll probably take a vacation day from work and just have the house to myself yeah. and find a game and, and play a game and then who knows, maybe I'll I'll take a second vacation day in November or December or something. <laughs> one of one of doesn't work out. I'll try and get that first one in early. It'll be a busy holiday break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Christmas break. Sorry, kids, go to grandma's. Yeah. I'm taking the week <laughs> off. Well, that's fun. It adds some stakes, though, to to anything you are doing in the qualifiers. Maybe those are the games we got to, like, make sure to get in and stream. Like, I got to find out when Spades and any, you know, any other people who, like, know they're only playing one game. We got to find those and and get streams of those games going. But uh, it's been a long time since you, uh, you know, obviously won a finals. I'm trying to think of your tournament record before that, though. Have you had other tournament wins? Did you win a qualifiers? in tournament five so i yeah i won my qualifier last year um tournament three was the the titans meltdown oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that that wasn't your fault though that was just because of play testing yeah that was that was all play testing (laughs) what i liked in tournament one was my two wins leading up to the finals were with yin and muat Mm -hmm. and like base game yin and muat right that was really fun because i don't think there was a lot of wins with those factions yeah well yin was an interesting story in base game right but yin early pok was a disaster but there were my recollection of the first two years is there were a lot of yin games just played in general maybe i don't remember specifically the win rate but i remember yin was a frequent uh faction to be played in those in those early years yeah indoctrination was a really strong ability in base game yeah absolutely it was yeah because the ground game was so simplified that it was like kind of the only like you just automatically win kind of ability when it came to fighting on the ground it's true um, well, it's interesting because the the sort of theme of this episode is we're going around and we're trying to get, you know, what's the champ's advice? Uh, so, I mean, you, you know, you won early, but you also did win a game last year. And I, I don't think maybe people don't always fully realize, like even winning one game in the tournament, you only got to win three. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. that you got a third of the way there, basically. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on doing well in the tournament uh, and, and kind of how that feels to you. Well, what, actually, I'll, I'll just to start you off. How, why do you feel like you did well in the tournament that you won? Yeah. Like, what what do you think? What skills do you have? Do you that you think helped you in that environment? So, I firmly believe a hundred percent of PI play at a high level. Not a hundred percent, but a big percentage is luck. Mm-hmm. So, winning a one on one combat, drawing good secrets. These mm-hmm. are all things that really contribute to determining a winner and then that last little bit of percentage 
is who makes the fewest mistakes. Mm-hmm. And when you're playing a game for 12 hours, whoever can stay the most mentally focused and make the fewest mistakes in hours 9, 10, 11, 12, yeah. that's the player that's going to edge out. So I I specifically remember during that tournament like making sure I was eating like yeah. in between rounds and well, even, uh... like getting up and doing some jumping jacks and just like keeping the blood flowing yeah. and right. um, just making sure you you like stay mentally sharp. I have such a distinct memory of the first year, you know, we, we decided we're going to do this road to the finals. we got to meet all our finalists and everything. And I remember after your interview, like talking to Hunter and being like, I like that spades has ideas about like what actually matters in this. Like you, you, you telling us about your former career in poker and and i mean you you went into your game with that notion of like i've got longevity like i know how to sit and think about statistical advantages for 14 hours so i think that's going to work out for me and like you saying that was like wow that i i like you know i i don't think i was as aware of you going into that game because it was at that point it was like it's all magi we know about magi and uh, yeah, it just, I, like, that stands out to me as such a solid, like, my favorite part of doing these finalist interview episodes uh, that we do before the championship game is, like, because of your interview. That's, like, the main reason I just decided I wanted to do it again, basically, because I felt like I got so much out of your interview going into it. And then to see that bear fruit and end up with an actual win was just, like, so cool. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice to hear. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a I think a big moment for the show was that first uh, that first finalist interview stuff. I remember Matt what, after you got done with Nine's uh, interview because I was on a, a train in Portland, and we've done this thing. I don't know if this should even be in this in this episode or whatever, but I mean, most years we have like a light prediction of who we yeah. think will win, and right. we're not always right, but we've actually been right more than we've been wrong. Right. <laughs> And that was the first time we ever did that because I remember you got done with the interview and then you texted me right away and was like, I actually think because we were, I think the hottest player going into the original finals was Magi just because of how much contact we'd had with him. And we knew we had seen him play uh, at the Gen Con tournament. Um, So he was kind of like already on our radar. But I just remember you kind of texting me and just being like, I actually think nine uh, could win because of these very kind of grounded ideas of yeah. like what it takes to stay engaged and keep your mind, uh, you know, fresh. I think a lot of, especially the jumping jacks thing, the moving your body around thing. Yeah. I, I'm just to speak for myself. I know I personally will sit here for way too long and I will let my body just be completely just fallow yeah, right. in just sitting here, you know, um, and you do gotta, you know, you do gotta move that thing around. You gotta <laughs> locomote, I believe is the verb. Yeah, you gotta locomote, of course. Yeah, I well, and I love too that it's that kind of advice that feels actually tangible because it's like, well, I could give you the advice of like, when you play Muat, do X, Y, Z. And it's like, no, 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 we're not talking about that stuff. We're talking about like, how do you stay engaged as a as a sports player or as a game mm. player, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I've, I've always as appreciated an as an athlete <laughs> in Twilight Imperium. So I've definitely always appreciated, uh, I feel like you were the first person that ever like brought that into our mind. And if anything, I feel like it is more true now than ever before. These, I mean, this year's finals was 14 and a half hours. It was the longest, Damn. one of the longest games we've ever done. Damn. And uh, yeah, I mean, DeSugar, 
was mentally there, you know, uh, up until the end and trying everything in it. And I, I think that idea is definitely the the most important factor. Um, what do you think? Uh, what, what do you think has changed? And what like what what do you think maybe used to matter or you thought used to matter and has has either been proven wrong or has changed about the game? I mean, POK added a lot of complexity to it. Uh, yeah. I think that in base game, it was a lot easier to track abilities and objectives and right. action card when the deck was, you know, 50% smaller yeah. and um, think about those things. And now that POK is out there, there's a big advantage to guys who have really, really good memorization skills and abilities to think like, okay, this interaction from this faction comes up with this one. Like I always right. think of mantis when i think of this like mm -hmm. he just has the wildest memory for um remembering like specific interactions between factions or action cards or abilities and he always does some crazy thing with a skilled retreat to, right <laughs> to get to a space that you didn't think it would be available otherwise so i think there's a big advantage to to players that kind of see those angles uh, a little bit more and that's something that's kind of changed from base but um just over like the evolution of the tournament too, I think that there's become uh, a popularity amongst the tournament players where obviously if you get to a finals, you really want to win. So right. you don't want to make mistakes and you don't want to get hosed on a deal. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why it's taking 15 hours and this last tournament was the longest one is because um, players are just uh, really like dragging out their thoughts. They want to make sure that they're making the right moves. They're trying yeah. to make those fewer mistakes. Um, so just maintaining that mental acuity over a long period of time, I think, is something that that isn't going to change. I think that's going to be an advantage if you're able to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're if you're looking for advice, my advice is eat well, <laughs> move around, yeah. try and try and stay mentally sharp because chances are if you're in the finals you've played 20 30 50 100 games of ti mm -hmm. like you know a lot about the game but so do the other five people at the table so right. stop playing the game and start playing the people across from you mm, and seeing yeah. how you can advantage them outside of the pieces on the board that's yeah, i like that a lot that's such a good point uh that maybe even gets overlooked i think you know when you play in the qualifiers and this year might who knows this year's structure might might make a lot of even more wild assumptions but there's definitely an aspect of like qualifiers and and at least previous prelims where it's like there's absolutely no telling the experience levels of all of these players right so like there are plenty of games where as long as you know more you'll probably be in the top running at least and then there's that luck sure. to sort of get pat across the finish line but it's definitely true that for the finals, you don't get to make any of those kinds of assumptions. It's not like you're just going to outwit everybody. It's it's you got to do everything else, too. Uh, and right. Yeah, I, I really like that as a as a thing to keep in mind. You'll have a different take on these qualifiers since you are probably only playing one or two. And, and I think something that'll be interesting to see is the the people that have multiple attempts and what what that means for kind of the vibe of play like like how, you know my anticipation is that the qualifier round might be a lot of shorter games because people are just sort of like well this one's totally bunk for me i'm mm -hmm. not gonna push here at the 11th hour i'm just gonna let so and so win and i'll try again next week and i wonder if you have any fears or if you have any thoughts on how that will impact the people who are actually only shooting for one shot 
amongst the slew of players that are like, oh, I'll have four more attempts after this. Yeah, I I mean, I'm sure that'll come up um, where someone's just like, oh, well, I could just play again next week. No point on me risking this right now mm-hmm. or investing a bunch of time or energy into something that looks like a lost cause. Um, but at the same time, it's going to come down to the people at the table that can talk the most to mm-hmm. convince those players to help them instead. Well, <laughs> if you're not playing anymore and you're just going into next week's game, like want to just scoot that little ship over so I can <laughs> <the> talk here. <laughs> and who's who's going to be able to to talk the most and uh, take advantage of that situation is what I think about because I know I'm not going to be the guy that's like oh well I'll just play again next week right, so now right. I'm going to be like how can I take advantage of the players that are going to play again next week right yeah that is that is definitely uh, I feel like going to be a factor the difference of like time investment um and i'm excited for the player that lost seven games only to win their eighth (laughs) and then go all the way to the finals (laughs) like that's what i that's the player that i will be betting uh everything congratulations you won but your tournament win percentage was 31 (laughs) oh it's horrible (laughs) yeah your your kill death ratio very bad very very bad in this tournament uh but you are the winner of the whole thing uh which that would just be great to me. Well, Spades, we're, we're very excited to see how you do. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I know ahead of time that you might only have one game, so I will definitely be keeping an eye out for it, and I will try to pay uh, extra special attention to that one. Hopefully I can stream it or something, uh, but we look forward to seeing how you fare in the new, the new structure and the new Wild West that is uh, the 2024 that happens in 2023 qualifiers. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for having me on, guys. Of course. Yeah, of course. Good to see you again, man. Season six winner. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a passing of the torch in a moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's fun to to uh, get to catch up with you. Everybody else we're catching up with, it's like, wow, it's been so long. How have you been? Whereas with you, it's like, yeah, we just chatted with you. You know, we just talked about you trying to win this game and then you've won the game. And right. So I don't know. How does it feel to be the most recent tournament winner? Uh, unreal. <laughs> Feels unreal still. What 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 a what a roller coaster that last round was. Yeah, no kidding. Well, you have the honor of winning the longest finals ever. Uh, so <laughs> I feel like we keep having that. We keep breaking records. Uh, and so I wonder. Uh, if that is something you anticipated going into that championship match, like if were you fully expecting it to be a long game, or yeah, I don't know, what did you prepared for mentally? I mentally prepared for something shorter than that, but I mean, we had Hakan Isarl. Uh, <laughs> it was bound to be long. It was bound to be yeah. long. And it and then some great players who can pull magic out from who God knows where. <laughs> you got yourself a fourteen-hour game. It, yeah. uh, it could have been longer had the dice been against me. It's true. Yeah, we, we almost walked into a plenty long round six as well. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, don't even like, I don't even like thinking about that world uh, where that game went to round six. I don't remember. What was the what was your situation time zone wise? Like I'm wondering where where like what time was it for you when the game ended? We were going to the sun at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Need- needless to say, I had so much, uh, so much adrenaline that I couldn't sleep anyway. So. 
I know that was the funniest part is the game finished and then I expected you and uh, Judicata to just like disappear for a week you know like I fully anticipated (laughs) you two just sleeping the rest of uh, uh, multiple days and you were just there chatting everybody up about like what you thought in the final moments for like a good couple hours and I was like to Shuka this is not okay you you (laughs) need to sleep bud (laughs) yeah that's tends to to be with with, uh, the tournament games that I, I completely go on analyzation mode mm-hmm. where I revisit every decision, every meaningful moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I should have done that. I wasn't prepared for the next. Yes, we could have stopped. We could have stopped that person. Okay, I got that. I got that. I got that. That was a silly right. move. Why did I do that? Yeah. Do you watch the tape Stuff back like or is it all pulling from memory? Or do you like, did you like pull up the stream and go through? I know, uh, I know at least Jadim was like watching the whole game the next day. So uh, I think a bunch <laughs> of you share that quality. I, I, I need a little bit more time, but like I said, it, it immediately happens after the game and it's pure from memory. Yeah. It's it's because it's all Don't in the mind. Matter. And later later I will watch the trick watch the tape and I'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah, I remember this far too well. That was mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh let's let's talk about I guess a little bit of kind of what uh, what do you think helped you find that win this year and, and kinda all the wins of your I mean again, we, we went into this one knowing you've had an amazing record of tournament wins already and all of your losses have always been to like, oh, that's just another champion. So this one, uh, maybe more than any other uh, championship victory, felt like you definitely were one of the, the most experienced players at the table. Even if everyone was great, you actually had just like all this mileage under your wing. So what do you think contributed the most to helping you find a win? Um, I, I, I'd be... I'd be lying if I say that the uh, luck wasn't a big factor in it. Uh, I mean, the dice rolls were there. We've mm-hmm. all seen those. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, also um, Hakan's dice rolls earlier that were bad for them. Right. Pulling, pulling scorable secrets for a change was great. Getting the agendas <laughs> to, to even make that one that I started with, which looked unscorable, actually scorable. Yeah, it was a big factor in it, and, and other than that, it's just knowing how to how to do your tempo. Uh, I've learned this from uh, my friends, but also from this great podcast. You might have heard of it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 just managing tempo, making sure that people are talking about the right things because people were like, "Oh, we have to stop." I'm like, no, I'm winning in the same round. The rest, right? You don't need to stop me yet. I mean, I'm looking good. Sure, I I, I don't mind, but it's still it's same tempo. So go away, talk to somebody else and just managing <laughs> that discussion. Yeah. Uh, it's, while also sneakily expanding and getting better board state <laughs> than say, for example, uh, right. Alice. Yeah, that, that just helps. Well, I recall too such a focus in that game on, and, and you were saying this stuff out loud at the time of like, I'm not looking to like totally cancel anyone's opportunities and I'm just asking the same of you like you know anytime someone was like about to do an action towards you that was like that will tank my game you like there were multiple points in that game where you found a way out of that negotiation with actually a boat float happening for the two of you or whatever right there were so many moments and and one very specifically where you were like pleading for your life and you were like i promise you i will help you i won't get in the way of your scoring we can find a way out of this and and it i mean it definitely worked but there was a lot of you having to talk your way out of getting uh you know pummeled into not having a chance anymore yeah that's that's uh a bit of salesmanship uh 
TI needs some salesmanship unless you are very good with dice. <laughs> if it happens, I've played those games where it happens that people are not receptive to the talking and they just set you back around. Then mm -hmm. at that point, you must realize, okay, we're getting set back around. Everyone else now also has to be set back around. And suddenly you need to right. switch gears from I am both Lodi to I am stabbing some, some holes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Knowing when to yeah. make that switch, I think, is a really, um, is a really important like thing that I think a lot of people don't carry through with enough um, is that they will play like, oh, I hope that it's boat float time because that works for me. But then if they get excluded in the boat float, you kind of have to put on the villain's mustache, you know, the curly, <laughs> the curly villain mustache and top hat and go around and, and, and do as much uh, evil as you can. Because if you've select, and that's why kind of counting someone out of the boat float also from the other person's perspective should be a strategic decision right like you need to consider like if i let this person go villain mode how much damage are they going to do and depending on how much you can mm -hmm. estimate you know that that i feel like is uh maybe if people are tired of boat floating they need to be thinking about like that that type of calculation mm -hmm. and i feel like uh that will make the game even better um one thing i'm really curious about Deshuga, that you kind of have uh, that's different from the other uh, winners is that you are the most recent winner. And I really want to know, how do you feel about this uh, tournament that starts in two hours? The next <laughs> one that is, you know, the, 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 <laughs> are you, is that, uh, are you just kind of exhausted by the idea of that? Or are you interested in participating? <laughs> I would forgive you right now if you said like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I, 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 I don't really, I don't really want to. Uh, I mean, I, I want to, but also like I mean, can't. Uh, yeah. How how am I gonna do this? Right, right. Uh, where do I get where do I get where do I get the boyfriend points from? To, to <laughs> <Yeah. this game? laughs> like, literally every game, my girlfriend was cheering for me to lose, right. so we we don't no longer have to deal with me being not available for an entire weekend. So it's like, oh, did you did you win? <sighs> yeah. Okay, but this is the final. So now this is the final one. Like, oh, they are starting the next tournament in. Well, and now we've yeah, now we've really <laughs> we've we've even ruined that for you because now in this year's qualifiers you could lose and not even necessarily be out and still need another weekend to to try again. So are you do you have any intent of having multiple attempts or are, are you lucky to get one game this qualifier? Oh no 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 I'm 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 play if I play I play OG rules yeah then you're out there you go. <laughs> That's so great. I, I'm, I'm so far that has been the trend, and I'm really hoping that like all previous year finalists are like, no, I'm one and done, and then we get to see like where we end up from there. I think that's such a beautiful factor in this. <laughs> I, I remember in, in this year's uh, like uh, qualifier, it was because the year before I also played a qualifier. Mm -hmm. It was the 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 the, the wildest crapshoot and yeah. the new setup that you guys picked up, where you can choose the players that you play with that yeah. uh, a little bit more. Yeah, that mm -hmm. makes a big difference. Yeah. That, that really means that there's going to be uh, some incredible players uh, that are getting consistently uh, in a position to win because I've, se I've seen players get knocked out of the qualifiers just mm -hmm. because of the crapshoot, like right. Un right. unpredictable neighbors who are playing wild games and then, you know, the luck is on their side or just take you down with them. Right. And I believe I believe this game, this 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 year's tournament, next year's tournament, uh, will be uh, that will be uh, one to watch. Yeah, like for example, I mean, a lot of people don't even believe this, but I actually lost in the prelims of tournament five no. um, because Shut of up. some. That's a lie. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you know, it was just like luck. With, I don't remember that guy's name, but he was, and I think he went on to do, I think he went further in the tournament. <laughs> I, who can even be bothered to remember that stuff? But yeah, it, it weird crapshoot stuff happens sometimes. I'm, I'm calling fake news. I've, I've heard it on a, on yeah. a recent podcast that it was a, like a decision to, to lose by you. Like you oh, chose yeah. to give this person a shot. I'm continuing that timeline. Oh, that's good. Actually, yeah, you're right. Let's switch to that. Um, so uh, it, our sound engineer will definitely mm-hmm. take out what I just said and replace it with the joke that I that I did it on purpose to be nice as a gesture of niceness. Yeah. But this this time, tournament six, not so nice. <laughs> this time, I'm naughty. Well, Dashuga, it's it's been uh, just fun to see your arc over all of the years, and it, it'll definitely be interesting to to try to catch your, uh, as you say, only qualifier match. We'll definitely have to like keep an eye out for it so that we can try to try to get that one on stream and, and see how things go. But as just some, um, I don't know, parting advice, and and maybe that this this next qualifiers is too much of a uh, uh, unknown territory, but. I mean, what what would you say is like the top advice for at least just surviving the qualifiers since you've done it twice now? Keep listening to and I think this is a great podcast because that's <laughs> uh, advice here. They know what they're doing. Uh, wow. I mean, the wow. future, future, future winner. Is, uh, I want to remind you to uh, sugar. There are no buys, so you can't <laughs> you, you can't talk us into just putting you in the prelims. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 point tempo all the way. Just keep track on who's where on point tempo. Try, try to be in the running, try to improve, you know, minutes uh, of your position uh, for round five. If you can, if you can run away with it round four, just, just try that. But most likely someone will point out that you're going to win. Right. They'll, they'll prevent it. Don't think, don't think you're smarter than the rest. Just try to, you know, um, talk your way into, into the Winslake carousel and be in, a, in the best position for it that you can be. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Those are that's some very good advice that I approve of. <laughs> you get the hunter stamp of approval of like, yeah. hey, don't rush it and just talk to everybody. Yeah, well, especially the like respecting your you got to respect your yeah. opponents and assume that they are right. like as smart as you are, right. basically, so they can see things that you can also see. Yeah. Absolutely. They, they will generally know your secrets even without you showing them. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, we. I, so many people are focused on showing secrets, and it's like, no, we all know. We everybody can see what everybody else is we, doing. We figured it out. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Well, Deshuga, we, we look forward to definitely keep us in the know. Uh, the, it's, it, I've found it's very hard to track who all is in what qualifier matches so far. So be sure to shout out to us when you do get one scheduled so we can uh, we can come check it out. But but best of luck in the tournament that starts way too soon. We'll see you in, a, in maybe a couple of weeks or, or within the next couple of months. Yeah, thanks. And thanks for organizing it. It's been a blast. It's going to be a blast. And uh, well, let's do some qualifiers. It's actually been a little while uh, since we've talked to you, Jono. Uh, what have you been up to since uh, since you won, since you ascended to the highest glory in Twilight Imperium? Uh, in what ways did it change your life? I mean, did everything transform? Uh, my everyday life was completely transformed. That's wow. right. I, I'm, I'm even a burnt out autographs, people on the street, photos. It's been a yeah. bit much, to be honest. Yeah, it does. Um, it's a lot. I had to take a step back yeah. to uh, to avoid the fame. <laughs> it's 
especially there in Germany, it's like you had, I mean, you have to keep moving countries to like, just get away, get out of the limelight. Yeah. That's right. The board game enthusiasts are crazy. They camp outside the, the house. It's a, oh. it's a whole, it's a whole problem, but you know, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it's it for, worth the, it for, the, for the, the glory, <laughs> the winnings, the prize money, the, uh, all of it i guess your advice can be more centered around managing the fame yeah. you know like avoiding <laughs> yeah. changing what restaurants you go to you know that's right well you got to listen to your publicist a lot really. yeah that's the, that's the main thing you gotta have your people and yeah they've got to be good people so you gotta get good minutes. people you gotta get good people before you get famous that's yeah. the thing yeah so, so oh, the thing you can tell now. us during your finalist interview that you were already hiring your agents and your publicists and everything and they were they were in lock and then as soon as the championship was over that was just putting them to work basically that's right they finally aren't there uh, <laughs> exorbitant upkeep <laughs> well uh Jono, it really is great to have you and it, it it feels uh like it feels like i haven't talked to you in a while uh except i it what is great is how you were sort of the impetus of starting a new channel over on the discord that has been uh, like a welcome edition, which is a silly thing that we didn't have before, which was just like a channel to talk strategy, uh, which is like in my head was always like, well, that's just going to happen in TI general. And it's like, OK, but sometimes I want to like pin the like Magi's thing on Necro or right. like have a, you know, have a thesis like put down into paper. So it's been great. But I, I've just noticed that you're also that kind of person in general. You're the person who likes to talk shop and just sort of like evaluate individual games and and strategies and everything like that yeah no I, I love that part of it i mean i think i think about and read about and talk about twilight imperium a lot more than i actually get to play it <laughs> in my right. normal life yeah and so i mean uh the main source of where i could find any of that was on reddit mm -hmm. which was quite good for it uh, but i really was keen to to get it from the community directly yeah but uh to get an even better source of it i've established <laughs> My own academy. Oh, and you can yeah. head over right now to uh, jtimi.eu <laughs> and join Dono's Twilight Imperium Mastery Institute, and you can get all the latest uh, strategies, the insights, yeah. and the techniques to really up your game and become the next world champion. Yeah, I see this. Become the champion you were meant to be. I guess I have to add this link to the show notes now. Yeah, this is, oh, this, this is, is going to the show notes. It's, it's in the show notes. Don't worry. Uh, you can sign up yeah. uh, and get uh, lessons from, from the master himself. So Hunter, Hunter's been trying, this whole year, Hunter's been trying to pitch the idea that he's out to find the next grand master, well, but he didn't know he was stepping on your, you, you're beating him to the punch. You've got got a website i'm looking right at it right now you've got a website ready to start training up the next champion well here's the thing my whole move is i'm just gonna find out how much you're charging and charge less that's gonna be the whole <laughs> i think i'm gonna be the Walmart. Is good for, competition is good for innovation yeah, it so is. we should it have is. at least two schools i think that's appropriate <laughs> well what are the you know what are the defining characteristics of jano's twilight imperium mastery institute yeah yeah, yeah. What, what's you the were curriculum this like class, what what is it what's the what's uh the 101 lesson the curriculum <laughs> well Bullet it depends on, on on your level of commitment that mm. you want to you want to get into you see we've got three levels you've got the novice navigator where you just need to get your basics basic strategies battle reports you just read about it then you've got your stellar strategist, you get a bit more involved. It's, uh, you know, talking with the community, going through 
um, like in chess, you know, problems. We give you maps, you look through that and work out the best the best way. <laughs> but then the real one's the Galactic Grandmaster. And then you need to get one-on-one coaching. If you get the secret high level, I'll fly to your house and we'll, we'll play together. We'll just wow. work through it. Well, I've, I'm already right. trying to sign up here, but I'm noticing it says that due to an overwhelming number of applicants, there's a there's just a wait list already going. Uh, is that true? Yeah, unfortunately, I work full time at the moment, and so it's been hard to uh, to to balance the uh, the commitments. But I'm hoping soon, with enough support through the system, uh, yeah. I can make more time for everyone. So, how how much does it cost? The uh, and how long is the course? Well, it's. Every plan is individual to oh, what, yeah, you yeah. Get what you need, you know? We'll, we'll have a, a session at the start, see what's what's in your budget. You provide Jono some banking hey. information and he tailor-makes this curriculum to whatever you can afford yeah. based on his decisions of what you can afford. Wow. That's right, that's right. You know, it's modern learning. It's all about personalized <laughs> education plans. Kind of a uh, two each according to their need, or you know what I mean? Uh, whatever, you know, Karl Marx. You know Karl Marx? I think it's that Karl Marx thing. It's that. It's it's that, that. the Twilight Imperium. That's right. That's right. Which is the natural evolution of Karl Marx's uh, thoughts. I have no idea where to go from here. This energy has taken a very different turn than the other interviews. You just go to jtimi.eu. It sorts itself out. This is, I mean, this is you redeeming, this is the privilege of winning, yep. is that you can kind of start your own business yeah. off the back you of it. You make a career off of it, yeah. Well. I am cashing in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's no prize cashing money. Cashing in, so. selling out. <laughs> there's no prize money, so you. this is kind of the stuff you'll have to come up with, yeah. but, you know, since you'll be hugely famous by the time you win. You it's know. like winning a dating competition reality show, you know? Yes. It's like, well, now you get a really popular Instagram. Uh, you probably shill for a couple of makeup companies for a little while. It's going to go great, actually, for you. It'll be fine. Dice, dice companies, I think, yeah. the other way. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I still have to buy my own ticket to Essen. <laughs> so you're right. It's not a, It's not working out too well. Man, you were just, you were asking me if we were able. I, I'm hoping to go to Essen. Some, do you go every year? Is this, uh, I don't know how long you've, like, been in Germany and, and kind of how all that is for you. So I don't know if you go every year. I, I started going every year last year. Start, so this will oh, be the, okay. uh, the, the, the next one. You started going every year last year. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> every, at last year, I started going every year. So. And so far, I'm killing it. So right it's, now, uh, right now I'm at one, but I am going forever. So <laughs> One for one. And yeah. in a couple of weeks, it'll be two for two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you play in any tournaments at Essen? Or I don't know if there's very many tournaments at Essen or if that's just more of an exhibit. No, it's showcase. mostly a... Um, uh, showcase yeah. and buying and stuff. but i tried out twilight inscription that yeah. was fresh last time um but it's it's quite quite busy so yeah. there's not really time to play too much yeah um Jono, i'm curious what kind of because i feel like you of all the tournament winners you kind of have your own like vibe as far as like how you how you got through your final game and i feel like it's a very like kind of open style mm -hmm. uh in that I, I felt like you the most were just looking for uh, roads to jump on. How did that work out in the lower rounds? Obviously, you made it through. Um, but, like, what, what would you tell people? How do they apply this type of thinking to, like, the prelims, yeah. you know? I mean, I skated through due to good chance and good relationships <laughs> and chaos in the final rounds in each of my games. Um, 
But it was deliberate. I mean, I do deliberately build relationships that are going to be good and I'm very authentically about supporting my partners. Right. And then, and then I find I'm good at staying into the very end, really thinking, okay, let's keep looking for an option and we'll keep going, keep going. Yes. It's four in the morning, six in the morning. I think Mm -hmm. the finals were Mm -hmm. and uh, totally exhausted, but I, I really want to win. And then, um, and then being lucky yeah. in the end. Yeah. So I feel like there's there's definitely a spirit of cooperation that you keep pretty pretty much throughout the game. Yeah, I'm very happy to lose the game instead of breaking the the deal, the relationship, right. whatever. And yeah. I fortunately didn't have to prove that in last year's tournament, but right. I also didn't have to break any deals. And like. In my match with Big Al, mm-hmm. we set up a gambit where he was going to support me and then I was going to get him to win. But we got the movement wrong. We, we figured mm-hmm. out the paths wrong. So he did his bit and I was 100% ready to do my bit. And then it was just, oops, I was lacking a movement there and I can't do it. So. <laughs> and, that's, and, and, and just Sorry. to be clear, just to be 100% transparent, you're not saying you tricked Big Al. You were right. saying no, it, no, it was no. an honest mistake. It was, it was an, an honest, honest mistake. mistake on both of our parts. We were just too tired and missed it. And then uh, I won instead. But really, he should have won. I should have. I wanted to give it to him. Well, something I find kind of fascinating about that like relationship first style, though, is I do wonder how that will do in the qualifiers this year. Because, uh, you know, as many have heard, you know, you can play a bunch of times this year in the qualifiers. And there's really nothing stopping from some people playing in in like multiple games together. Obviously, there's no like there's no ability to collude. You can't win make so that they win make you next time. Once you've played once you've won one, you're you're out. But there is a sense of especially in certain regions where like there are fewer players available in those time slots or whatever, you will probably come across a lot of the same people, which then I, I mean, do you, do you think your, uh, your rider, not that you're calling it ride or die, but that like mentality of like, I'll stick to this deal to the end. You know, do you think that's going to basically be forced to find you a win eventually given, uh, you know, repeat compatriots? (laughs) I think it's going to be better. Yeah. I think it will be more powerful because people, as you say, you might have played with them last week. Right. And if they can trust you, then you just make deals quicker and right. the game is easier. And then you have more room in your brain to do harder stuff, like figure out the complex way of getting this objective. Right. Yeah. And I certainly take notice and try to remember people who do break deals. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. It's not evil or anything. Um, but I don't make deals with them. Right. And then that makes their game harder. Um, and they're not going to see that as much. You know, they're not going to feel it, but it's it's there on my end. Yeah, right. Um, and I certainly think I, I get a lot of benefit out of, of floating boats. And I really try and see the game. The game's really a, it's a 5v1. And we just haven't figured out who the one is yet. <laughs> but we're not going to figure that out until it's round four or five. Yeah. So uh, these well, other people are your teammates. Donna, what if you are the one? Like, what? Oh, what yeah. How do you? What do you feel? What do you do then? How do you fix that? I, I haven't had the situation where I've been the one and I had to defend for the table. <laughs> Just don't yet. let it get that far. It's easy. Just don't let that happen. <laughs> as long as you keep things, keep a low enough profile. Keep the the silver tongue, you know, where it needs. Like, just 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 stay quiet until it matters, and then you can always kind of find a way out towards the end. I mean, I do think I noticed that in in like the history of your games is it's not like 
Jono ever is way ahead in round two, right? It's never like, well, obviously we have to crush Jono. I had one game, that was the Big Al game, where yeah. I was Saar, got Custodian's first round, yeah. and then Imperial Mechatol oh, yeah. second round. That is and true. then I was very aware of being like, okay, how do I float the rest of this table yeah. that they can catch up <laughs> so that I am no longer way ahead right. at Saar? Um, and luckily that happened quite quickly. The other players were extremely good yeah. and had good luck and uh, caught up and I sort of floundered for a bit. But um, yeah, that doesn't happen as often for me, I think. Yeah. I'm noticing a trend here in these conversations and I'm kind of wanting to get like a number from you. Uh, what would you say is the luck skill split uh, when it comes to high level Twilight Imperium play? Like how much of it is luck that decides the winner? How much of it is skill? I think if everyone's at the same skill level or similar skill level, pretty lucky. I think it's, it's a one in six is what I'm predicting when I go in. Uh, <laughs> But if it's five lower quality, lower skilled players and one right. really high skilled player, then I think they'll they'll win every time if mm. they can manipulate the table well enough. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but sometimes low skilled players are really unpredictable and do stuff that is objectively bad, and then right. that stuffs up your whole plan because you didn't expect that to happen. Right. Um, so sometimes, though, it, also the opposite though happens with like, sure. where, where you're like, I can get away with not worrying about like speaker order, for instance, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I can leave my home. I can leave my home world empty and right. just move out and not yeah. have to deal with that anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, I I think this is going to be. I I think this is a question that we've asked everyone thus far, and we'll probably continue to ask it. But I I actually think you might be the the highest uh, luck to skill there as far as ratio. I <laughs> yeah, mean, you're basically yeah. saying. It's eighty percent luck, right? <laughs> that's that's basically the way you put it. it it's um, pretty high. I mean, my finals game was my tenth game of Twilight Imperium, mm, right? So I clearly I don't have a lot of experience. I mean, there are skills that are transferred from other right, games, whatever. Right, but there are yeah. obviously luck is a large part of it. Yeah. I mean, right. this year's tournament, uh, the I mean, it ended with asile having a battle that they should have won and right. they just didn't yeah yeah and, and then just tanked and that's it the dice just were like, just like oh, okay. actually we're done with this game today <laughs> now just i because now i don't get to win yeah <laughs> yeah even if it was a 70 percent, 80 percent chance to win or whatever it's just like oh well that just happens and yeah right you lose it's... the tournament instead of winning it and that's it try again next right. year uh, yeah so, something that has been a trend with a bunch of these other uh finalists but i'm, I'm wondering where you're at is given the new qualifier structure do you see yourself playing often or are you going to be like a one and done kind of person? Cause a, a lot of the other champions are saying, I've only got one in me. I can't, I can't do this like play every week kind of thing. So I wanted to know if we'd see you more than more than once. I would love to play multiple times a month mm -hmm. um, in general. And I hope to in the qualifiers. And I think, I think the feeling's going to be different. I think I'm just not going to care as much oh, to yeah. really push out that extra win or whatever. Right, right. I'm not going to stay up until four in the morning. If I go, well, I'll just play again in two weeks. Yeah. Right. Um, that is which will mean I'll lose more often. Sure. Right. That that's definitely the prevailing thing is I think there's gonna you're gonna see a lot of there's gonna be a lot of complaints of like <laughs> kind of petered out games or or even quote unquote win makes that maybe aren't actually win makes, but people in the game feel like they it's are win making. Yeah, the whole thing's I win making. Nothing against win making. Yeah, see? <laughs> I am I'm very pro hey, look, we've played eight hours. I got a choice now. Do I really struggle, fight, maybe you get five percent chance to win, or I just give my support of the throne to my buddy yeah, who right. been through the whole game? I'll just give it to him and I get to go right. to bed. Yeah, no right. problem. And if the other players didn't want me to do that, they would have built better relations with right. shit. <laughs> <the game. laughs> 
it's some somehow it's all That's fair. It. <laughs> it's all fair. I I I believe that. I yeah. think yeah. how this end game, what happens? Yeah. It's all your responsibility. The whole game, it's your responsibility. It may not be your fault, but it is your responsibility. Oh, right. And if in the end someone chooses someone other than you to win, then your actions led to that. Mm -hmm. And that's not something to get upset about. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Well, definitely make sure you check out Jono's Twilight Imperium (laughs) Mastery Institute, which is J-T-I-M-I dot eu for more information i love that it's an indistinguishable series of letters that you have to remember for the i just realized that it is the i I was looking at it i was like oh that's why it's j-t-i-m-i-e-u i I literally did not get that the first time Well, Jono, uh, you know, I'm thrilled that we'll get to maybe see... I mean, actually, the correct answer to my question was, no, I'm only going to play once because I'm going to win my first game. But you also answered a, a, a wonderfully honest answer as well of just like, I'll take, I'll play as many times as it takes. But I look forward to seeing you in this year's qualifiers. Hopefully we can stream a couple of your matches as they happen. So please keep us in the know when you get games uh, scheduled yeah. so we can, we can tune in and just, you know, we want to keep up with all of our champions this year and see how they fare, uh, especially throughout the qualifying round. Well, I really look forward to it. I'm hoping to get my first game in on Wednesday, the 4th of October, um, daytime Europe time. If anyone yeah. else is keen to join me, um, <laughs> I'd love to. Love yeah, that. that. I love that awesome. there's already one on the books. That's perfect. All right, Jonna. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you soon then. Thank you. It's time to be joined by uh, someone I've uh, screamed very loudly about in the past, and there's a there's a very uh, my maybe my favorite clip in all of SCPT uh, streaming history is me calling Duke Lukem my god, uh, my new my new deity. Uh, we're here joined by Duke Lukem, the winner of tournament number two. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey. I'm uh, happy to be here sharing some uh, wisdom. With, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some some proper wisdom yeah it's i mean what you're you were uh the last victory in the pre prophecy of king's world yeah yeah last uh, base yeah. game winner yeah wow uh, that feels like a very long time ago now. <laughs> yeah you have gone through and finished uh college university since <laughs> since your days of playing uh or starting playing in the tournament basically yeah that's yeah. hilarious. Uh, well, I guess I'll just for starters, what, what what's up? So you finished your degree. That's that's awesome. Uh, what yeah. what did you what did you get? What was your final degree in? Uh, so it's a master's degree in mechatronics and robotics engineering. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> yeah, from robot the University stuff. of Sheffield, robot stuff. Robot and uh, stuff. I am now working at a bar. So <laughs> <laughs> the proper millennial slash Gen Z way. I think you're I don't know if you're Gen Z. I don't know what anybody is. It doesn't I don't matter. know what. Yeah, yeah. Well. doesn't matter. But the, the proper thing to do after college is to not do anything that has to do with your degree, at least exactly. for a couple of years. That's the requirement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so you didn't play last year in the tournament. And yeah. as, I'm, I'm to understand you're not playing this year. Have you retired from Twilight Imperium? Is that what happened? And and would uh, your advice to people be quit? That. <laughs> no, I okay. I still play Twilight Imperium. I play quite regularly. Um, oh, cool. I tend to. I've kind of retired from playing online Twilight Imperium. Yeah, um, that's is fair. how I'd I'd phrase it. Uh, 
Yeah, um, <laughs> I think if you're if you're having fun playing online Twilight Imperium, yeah. then more power to you. I think the tournament is still great, and like if you're having fun playing the tournament, then you should definitely play in the tournament. Uh-huh, and it yeah. seems like people are because there's more and more each year, and it just I uh, I had a, a bad experience in the <laughs> semi-finals game a couple of years ago, uh-huh. and I came to the conclusion that maybe uh maybe it wasn't for me. Yeah. 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 Well, I I think we could speak or you don't have to like sort of like pat the tournament on the back or anything. I don't think it needs any sort of applause. I would love to hear uh you know kind of what 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 your gripes or what's pushed you out of competitive play as we'll call it. Quote unquote competitive okay, yeah. play. Um so I had a game that went for 16 hours. Yep, that's uh, not good. That's really that's bad. The top, yeah, that's the top of the list. <laughs> um <laughs> then Point number two. Uh, uh, yeah, that's actually it, really. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> it turns out a sixteen-hour game yeah. sucks across the board. Yeah. And makes the whole experience really bad. Yeah. I, I, well, and especially it's one thing because I think you see people talk about this online of like, well, the game is meant to take a long time, and I agree. If it's me spending a very long day with my best buds in the world or whatever Mm -hmm. heck yeah i can spend 16 hours with them and we're probably goofing off a lot and that's why it's taking 16 Mm. hours right it's different when it's like let's lock six strangers into a room for 16 (laughs) hours and make them mad and stressed at each other like that's not really a very fun environment so i yeah i don't disparage anybody who's like bounced off of it and if anything i feel like i see a decent number of people who the further they get into a tournament, especially like multiple years in a row or whatever, the more they're like, I'm, I feel fine to be done with this. I, I earned some badges and I'd like to just go play casually now because that's like uh, the fun part of the game for me or whatever. 100% agree with that's where I'm at at the game. Yeah. Uh, I just prefer to, to play for fun with friends and yeah. people that I know in real life, like uh, just that up rather than just strangers that are really like because i'm a very competitive person Mm -hmm. like if i'm playing in a tournament i will definitely play to win and not to have fun which i think is kind of sometimes works to my own detriment in that i'm like wow why didn't i have fun here yeah well yeah yeah. that's that's a that's the rough thing well and i think that's that is certainly the thing we have been trying to adapt to over the past few years because we have seen that like we've I, i think hunter and i are both aware that the tournament has like gotten more and more competitive just through sheer yeah. size and, and everything else and there's we've seen some bad outcomes yeah you know like <laughs> i that's how i would describe right. them as outcomes where it's like i'm not really sure this was a good meeting for yeah. everybody you right. know what i mean we all yeah. came together and yeah. i'm not really sure uh good things were happened yeah. you know right and and yeah. so that's been the big push uh for especially like this year i don't know how much you're keeping up with of uh, just in general tournament news but this year's qualifiers structure is vastly different where it's not a, a, you know, you don't have to win in the qualifiers to have another chance of the qualifiers. And the big hope is that that mellows at least some people out uh, to a certain extent. I mean, who knows? I think it's it's a good change because I feel like semis and finals, obviously by then you've already got players who have gone through and like won two games back to back. So yeah. those are the, like the, you know, everyone in the semis and the finals, like knows what they're in for. Right. Know. Sure. Right. But just keeping the earlier rounds a bit chill, I think is a uh, positive. Yeah. Well, we can also talk about your other experience uh, with the tournament, which was the year after your win, we basically recruited you and your brother. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. you became a, a, a absolutely pivotal part 
of the prelims that year, you you two streamed a third of the games, uh, and then you continued streaming into the next year when we kind of opened that up to even more. Basically, what happened was we put a bunch of burden on you, and we went, I don't like kind of singling one person out for yeah. that much burden. Maybe more people can just lighten the load for everybody for these for these really, really big rounds. But um, do, do you think the, like, streaming a bunch of other people's games also led to some of that, like, sort of burnout or whatever? Maybe. But I really enjoyed the streaming. Yeah. I think the streaming was uh, was very good as well for like learning more about the game. I think watching other people play and other people's thought process is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um, just that, you know, that year streaming, we streamed 12 prelim games. Mm -hmm. So I got to watch like a whole bunch of players with different styles. Yeah. And like, I don't, I know some people go and watch like every game or like try and watch like loads of games on YouTube. I don't really do that. I prefer to just play the game, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then... But then streaming it is fun because you get to talk about the game like as it's going on with not only your co-commentators but with the chat as well. Yeah. Like see like maybe what stuff you like, what stuff you would have done differently. Like you're right. exposed to new ideas and new takes on factions and stuff. Yeah, that's been my favorite thing of of watching that community kind of grow. Um, you know, you, you and your brother, and I, I have to give a huge shout out to to Flat Tomatoes, your brother too, because he was actually like a pivotal point of getting a lot of the tools we have now like yeah basically he and i hashed a lot of like what does streaming this game even look like and he he brought so many ideas to the table that that first you know the, the third year of the tournament or whatever uh that that was the like sort of spark of like we need to get even more people interested in streaming because it just opens up so much of this game and yeah i think there's like this this whole huge community now that you see them all perform better in the tournament because they sit there and they like pay very close attention to a ton of games uh, and not just watching, but that act of like, I got to sit here and provide content, right? I have to sit here and vocally evaluate the game, which means I'm like thinking a little bit harder than uh, even maybe just hanging out in Twitch chat or whatever. Yeah, I also think that though that that has contributed to the uh, the kind of elongation of the games is like the more time people spend analyzing the way other people play, also that kind of informs when it's their turn. Mm -hmm. They're also like, well, I have to think about this a lot because people are analyzing what right. I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I think that I think we've all sort of uh, analysis paralysis ourselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, in that regard i've definitely felt it whenever i'm uh commentating where i'll feel like a player is slowing down a lot and i'm i, I think it's not even just you know this is them themselves they're also thinking like oh there's people in the chat like watching me do this right now so i need right. to really um think and i just want to say as someone that has made a lot of mistakes with an audience <laughs> yeah <laughs> that it's okay to do it's it is yeah. okay to mess up big time and do the dumbest thing ever there's no stakes here people yeah. you know what i mean like honestly making a huge mistake is also really good for the stream you know it gives the commentators something to talk about that's the capital c content right there yeah right um so yeah, I think just people should mess up more. That's yeah. that's what I think. Yeah, I think you're also you're touching on something quite interesting that I've been thinking about. Like, and I thought about a lot as I was playing in the tournaments. Is that um, TI is so complicated that I don't think it's possible to play like a perfect game anyway. Mm -hmm. So everyone is going to make mistakes, and most of the time, winning kind of comes from either being lucky when your opponents make a mistake and you're in a position to capitalize, yeah. or 
being lucky and that the mistake you make isn't bad enough that you can't still win the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the poker aspect of it, right? The whole thing of poker like strategy is like you're gonna lose hands but when right. you lose lose small and when yeah. you win hands the goal is to win big and that's the only way you stay ahead essentially and right. it's absolutely true for for twilight imperium as well i mean how would you kind of f push that into advice for people trying to get into the tournament i mean what are the best things to look out for to capitalize on others mistakes or capitalize on you know or to, to not suffer from your own mistakes uh so i think Number one is your own, like, this is very much not to do with the game because it's really hard to talk about the game because there's just so much going on. It's really hard to identify key things. So the first way that you can avoid making mistakes is by just being in a good mindset. So drinking water, like starting your games at a time where it's good for you. Yeah. You want to have it. So my the way that works for me, and it might not work for everyone because, like, depending on your schedules and whatever, I like to start games early so that, it's round four and five is happening in afternoon, evening of like yeah. my sleep yep. cycle. Right. Because that's when I have the most energy. Yep. And that's when I think you need the most energy to be like not making a mistake. Because yeah. if you make a mistake in round five, you will actually lose the game based right. off right. that. Right. Yeah, it's I mean, you see that in I mean, it's it's kind of actually fascinating that basically DeSugar won this year because for DeSugar it was like five AM and for Alice it was like, oh, seven PM or whatever. So Alice had like a really tired first round. But that's also why Alice was like doing a lot of things in the final round and why it's kind of always it's really fascinating when you see the people in really bad time zones, like still finding some sort of success yeah. in those late rounds, because it's like, you know, how how little energy uh, someone has. But yeah, I always love the advice that's like, take care of your body. Like, do you, again, all of the champions advice so far has been almost nothing to do with Twilight Imperium strategy. It is always about like, how do you center yourself and how do you just sort of right. keep the right, you know, things on your mind and everything like that. And it's it always has so little to do with like, how do you play a good game of Twilight Imperium? I mean, I think maybe what we're finding out is there is no way to play a good game of yeah. Twilight Imperium. You have to just like, keep yourself from going insane um <laughs> and that that is the actual challenge is to not <laughs> lose focus or lose yourself basically yeah. oh okay i do have some actual advice for playing the game of twilight imperium oh, heck yeah. yeah let's do that yeah maybe so here's something as well you gotta play to your style that you want to play because it's really easy for like someone like a a tournament winner to be like oh yeah you should play uh, you should play saw they're the best faction right. you should play saw you should play donor <laughs> you should play uh you should play necro they're, they're the best factions in the game you should play them i mean yes that's kind of true but i feel like everyone kind of has a style of factions that fit them yeah. and like a play style so um the factions that i have played in tournament right this is a little game you've got to guess what do these factions have in common these are factions that i've personally <laughs> played in the tournament game Ooh, yeah, yeah, hakan, yeah hakan barony of letnev Ghosts of Creus, Sol, Imperium. They're the five factions I've played. Wow. Yeah. Blue tech, baby. Get exactly. Every <laughs> single one of them, every single one of them starts with a blue tech and researches or starts with gravity drive in the first round. Right. Every single game, that is what I do because I value movement early and that's how I'm used to playing with the game. Right. I played so much in base game where it's just you played Sol, you got gravity drive, and you just took Mechatol Rex. Yep. And so that's kind of like how I play the game, how I approach it, and I just try and stay on what I'm comfortable with. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that is the biggest takeaway. And, and it's something that maybe even 
kind of like overly bothers me when I'm commentating or whatever and like reading chat or, or or in general, I get in my head a lot about like, what was the correct thing to do there, right? As if there is some sort of like objectively good way to make a deal or way mm -hmm. to do something. And I think I missed, like I, I lose sight of that aspect of it of like, well, I have to just play to my own strengths. Like there's a certain element of, I'm not a trustworthy person at the table, right? I can't turn yeah, myself yeah. into a trustworthy person. I try to do deals and I come at the deal as earnest as I can. And the person on the other side of the deal is like, yeah, but you're Matt and I've seen you break. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm just not going to. And then I'm like, whoa, right. but I'm making an objectively good deal. And it's like, yeah, but you're not an objectively deal making person. So stick to your yeah. lane, basically. Like, you know, do, do yeah. you know, I have to, I have to narrow my ideas of what's good because yeah, I, I absolutely agree. There's so many things that just like aren't good for every every person there's factions you are just not good at basically well yeah i mean that's not true about me but you know <laughs> but yeah no that's cool yeah like a normal person sure yeah they might only be good at like six factions or whatever uh -huh. you know yeah. but yeah i mean you could turn this podcast right, right off right now pull up the space cats youtube uh, and what can't i do you know what i mean that's what i'd say yeah. <laughs> Given enough time and enough opportunities to put a game on YouTube, Hunter will win, and that game will have, be. A win. I actually, I still have not won as Cabal though. Yeah. So technically, oh. it is it is not it's not complete. It is not master of twenty four factions. <laughs> I'll have to settle. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, poor well, now me. you know if you're if you're against Hunter in your tournament game, just yeah. make Hunter play Cabal. Trick me, yes, yeah. <laughs> trick yeah. me. Just play, start playing checks and balances draft uh, tournaments oh, God. and then force Cabal into Hunter's hands. And that's the way, yeah. that's the way you do it. Yeah. There you well, go. Luke, any other like closing advice? Any, any other big tips to sort of try to push people for their, for their best game in this year's uh, qualifiers? Yeah. Just, just practice, um, play like, I'd say play like, obviously it depends how much free time you have. When I won, it was during lockdown. So I kind of played TI every single day for like an entire year. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> So I uh, obviously you can't really can't really do that. Yeah. But um try play a few practice games, but also try and play with a range of people just mm. to get different styles yeah. and stuff. Because I feel like a lot of people play with um like the same groups, which obviously you want to play with your friends. I said before I like playing with my friends. Uh -huh. I don't play in tournaments anymore. But um playing with people with different um different approaches to the game and different styles can really help because you'll learn stuff from them uh and it will make you a better player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Luke, thanks for for hanging out for a bit, giving giving some advice. I I miss you, buddy. Uh, we should play sometime just for fun. We should play yeah. a casual yeah, game yeah. of of TI. I think that would be a good time. Uh, and of course, we're sad to not see you in the tournament, but also, uh, I'm kind of like I'm like proud of you for not doing it two <laughs> years in a row. I'm like, yeah, yeah nice. Luke's choosing yeah. <laughs> Luke's choosing happiness, and that's that's all I can root for for people. You'll, uh, you'll see me in Twitch chat occasionally. Yeah. I'll come in, I'll drop some hot take, and Absolutely. then I'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we'll see you around. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for reaching out and uh, interviewing me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now we're here with our first <laughs> Prophecy of Kings champion, our third tournament champion. Mm -hmm. It's Teddy's Jam for you. What's up? Hey, how are you guys doing? 
Pretty good. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, we're here. Very interrupting, yeah, we're <laughs> we're here interrupting your Spanish vacation. So you've got a whole different. You're just like in a Spanish apartment hanging out, and then I'm coming in here with my host vibes, just trying to harsh your mellow. Basically. Yeah, just sitting in <laughs> Arkansas, just sitting in nowhere's town, uh, Arkansas. But since you have, you both have green screens, so you could actually just oh, place yeah. yourself anywhere in the world and one up me. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I'm in Antarctica. It's really exactly. cold. Here. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's better that's than where, Spain. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's <laughs> like. The places I want to go, Antarctica, uh, probably not Spain. I but go where the science Antarctica. takes me. The Arctic Circle, that's a cool... Oh, you got summers in the Arctic Circle. Siberia. So mm. You know, what's cool about the Arctic Circle is the sun goes down and doesn't come up for six months, and I like that. It's cool. It's It kind of edges out Spain for me, you know? It's just tough. Well, it hasn't been. It's been very light out and warm. The weather's really nice. <laughs> it's warm Indeed. in Spain, and it's nice weather. Yeah. I've never heard that about that place <laughs> nice before. Weather. Yeah, interesting. Wow. I'm, I'm just a, <laughs> hey. like a baby just wandering out, and just yeah. confused. That's good advice, actually. This is a good place to start uh, for this one. Uh, your first piece of of advice: don't play Twilight Imperium. Go to Spain. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, that really kind of beats Ti a little bit. I feel like. yeah. For the length of the tournament, no. <laughs> For the next six months, go uh, stay in an go expensive Airbnb. Hey, go backpacking. Go backpacking. Go backpacking. I don't know if Spain is great for backpacking, but probably, mm -hmm. probably mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. seems to be. Yeah. Well, Teddy, how have you been since your win uh, two two years ago, two and a half? <laughs> yeah, because years ago we have not spoken. We don't at talk all. to we've you spoken. ever. Hunter hasn't like seen you in person on, uh, on a couple of occasions. <laughs> that doesn't happen regularly. Oh, yeah, let's let's catch up. What's what's been going on? What'd you do? Well, it's been it's been good. Um, I played in the tournament right after mm -hmm. and uh, suffered a harrowing defeat mm -hmm. in round two, which I. Uh, which I deserved from, because I rolled so poorly. And uh, I didn't play <laughs> this last year. I'm going to take a little year off, but uh -huh. I, I think I'll probably come back and play in this one. Uh, I think that'll Heck be fun. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. you know, uh, as far as a character in the TI culture, uh -huh. I'm, I'm the same. You can still just still don't trust me. Say anything <laughs> you want. Haters are going to hate. Lover's going to love. He still doesn't um, think he can win no matter what, no matter the no, odds. No, no. That, my, my producer is passing me uh, a sheet that says to ask you if you can score your secrets. That's all I'm getting. <laughs> I actually didn't even draw any because Whoa. I ran out of tokens. Uh, what else did I play? So. Damn, so it's, it's, it sounds like you've evolved a little bit as far as you're, <laughs> now you're like, I don't even draw them, so how could I be scoring them? Don't exactly. even have them in my hand. <laughs> Well, yeah, your 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 wins have always been uh, sort of defined by either your subterfuge or your genuine belief that you just don't have it in the bag <laughs> and that nothing should be done about you, no matter how maybe clear the <laughs> the victory looks to others. Uh, but going into the big the big hot item of this year is the qualifier new structure of people getting multiple attempts to play games. Um, I mean, do you have an intent to play more than once this qualifying season if uh, if you can't find the win in your first match? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I really like the new structure. Um, I think it's really novel. Um, and I think it uh, rewards people who've been um, hanging out for a while too. Mm -hmm. Like people who've been, you know, long time uh, fans of the game and members of the Patreon who are actively involved in the community. Right, right. Um, and I 
really cool to reward those people. And it also has the second benefit of bringing um, people's uh, scores down, their records down. So <laughs> I can play mm-hmm. seven times, and then I'll actually have a negative record. Uh-huh. Oh, tournament. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Because, I mean, what when you win, when you win a tournament, uh, Teddy, I feel like you can speak to this. People's attitudes towards you change uh, as oh, yeah. far as, yeah, um, you get more heat. Do, have you experienced that heat in, I was wondering if you've experienced that in your in-person games. Like, do people, when they play with you in New York, are they like, oh, you've won that Space Cats tournament or whatever. You must be really good. I played the other day and um, like, or like a week or two ago, and it was my first game in a while. And um, the, immediately, like the like my friend Jake, who Hunter, uh, you actually met, but he like announced he's like he won a TI tournament. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh great! Like, immediately announced this old the new badger. Player, like, so whatever you do, don't be good to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yes, yeah, it's rough. It's it's. I think the only reason we really even do the tournament at this point is to share the heat. Yep with other people <laughs> share our you pain. know if we have to play on stream so often we have to make sure other people are also getting the heat and it also makes a nice little list of people we can play with and there won't be right. an undue weight of heat or whatever right. it's like true. yeah i can play again yeah. with teddy and i won't be the most threatened person <laughs> at the table <laughs> things will work although out. you know history forgets cultures <laughs> move on eons <laughs> shit <laughs> so but you two are forever uh-huh thing, so. uh-huh yeah. yeah, if we keep playing, if we we might stop playing, who knows? I'm working on it. Hunter keeps dra- dragging me back in, but dang it, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> That's true. I do. I do keep coming by your office, being like, "You're playing in here, aren't you? Are you? Is that what you're getting up to? Some we're gonna play a little today, right?" That's good. That's like office space. I'm like, you're gonna have that that Twilight Imperium on my desk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I notice you have a young adult fiction book in your hand. What's going on? <laughs> You're not working on side hustles, are you? <laughs> You're not reading that, are you? You you think you have time to read that? Hmm. I do have to constantly assure Hunter that I listen to books in the shower and, and while driving around and that no time yeah. is wasted <laughs> to, to EJ and I's project. Uh, famously composed by uh, Teddy's Jam himself. Come listen to Just Dad's Reading Books and hear the immaculate tunes of uh of our friend here uh thank you again for for that rock and uh yeah that was that was my favorite project because i got to just send you a bunch of random music and be like i don't know i like all of this and you're like well these are all very different songs so uh, <laughs> i guess i'll see what i can do <laughs> we tried we tried we, we tried for sure it was very fun actually though we we had we had a lot of fun rehearsing i mean like it's a little different from russian bass first record but our our finished but unreleased one is a little more in the indie rock vein so yeah maybe it prepared us a little oh there you go you're welcome then yeah (laughs) it inspired the sound of the second album Uh (laughs) in the liner notes it's like all inspired by just dad's reading books (laughs) 11 children's books 11 songs Uh, well, to get back to TI, I, I do yeah, yeah, wonder. I was going to say, we, no, we, we've, we've got, got off the rails for like off. six minutes. Yeah, that rules. No. Uh, so I, I do want to know if you have any thoughts going into this qualifying round. You know, it, it, do you think anything's going to tra- change strategically for you because of uh, the, the the sort of style of the qualifiers? Meaning, you know, maybe it's less at stake for people, which means the, you know, the gambits at the end of the game are maybe less intense. 
Yeah, I think that's probably true. Um, I think it. I'm hoping that it like has the effect of making the games a little more loose and um, fluid. Mm, yeah. Um, I also think what we might see like pity meta develop. Mm. You know, which is, like people who've lost like a lot, and they're like, "Cool." You know, I've lost a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, like late, like the late December crew, where it's like, "This is my sixteenth game no. in the tournament." Exactly. <laughs> oh God. I hate that you're right. You're 100% right, and I already hate it. I hate the idea of people being like, "I've actually lost 12 games." Please, I just want, I just want to go to the prelims. Wow, that is gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Yeah, it maybe wasn't gonna happen, and now that you've said it, it's it's 100% happening. Wow. Got it. It's gonna be me. I bet. Yeah. To be honest, because <laughs> be... I'm begging. Like, it'll be a Christmas, like on Christmas Day. Like it's all yeah. I wanted. Please. I'll be like, please, please. <laughs> it's Christmas, sir. It's, it's Christmas. <laughs> Haven't I done enough for you people? Just let me. I just want to go through what. And on oh, that man. day, Young Hunter was gifted three supports. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's how much it will take. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be that yeah, far behind. No, you're not like up there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like it's someone's like at nine. Good. I'm at like six. <laughs> I'm like, uh, but it should be me though, right? Come on. I like that. Yeah. Um. Well, so the the point, I think the overall point of this episode, which we're kind of like, you know, every interview has kind of taken on its own form. But I'm wondering, uh, like. When you give advice to other people, Teddy, as far as like if 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 someone's like this guy's won a TI tournament, uh, and people ask you like, you know, for direction as far as like how would I compete in a tournament as well, which is like such a such a yeah. it's such a weird question. Like mm-hmm. I don't know that it there's even really a solid answer to this. But what would you say to someone to a little child to a child <laughs> in the street that said? Please, sir, I want to win a Twilight Imperium tournament. How would I do that? Um, okay, so this might be... There are, like, I would give... It's two, it's twofold. The first is, like, try... It's impossible to know all the rules. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. impossible. It's very, very difficult for anybody to have, like, the encyclopedic knowledge. But, like, right. try to know as much as you can about the rules and the interactions. Mm-hmm. Like, that is... It allows you to be more confident, and that's helpful. Right. The other thing I would say, and it's like, it's very simple advice. Um, remember, you're trying to win. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're actually trying to win. And a lot of times you get in a game and you're just like, well, um, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be too eager or, <laughs> or like, <laughs> oh, uh, I, is this, is this going to, will this be weird if I activate this square? Uh-huh, you know, yeah. like, and I know that sounds a little like silly, but it's like, I don't know the people who tend to uh, go pretty far. Like maybe, I mean, we're probably all a shade competitive. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, but just remember that you don't have to be like rude and you don't have to like push people and you don't have to, you know, avoid making people uncomfortable. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. Um, but remember you are trying to win. Right. And right. Just try. Yeah, there, there's yeah. an obvious tenacity to the people who win often or whatever. You know, the, the people that we've seen in multiple semifinals or whatever. The, the like, main takeaway I have is it's, like, when push comes to shove, they're the ones still fighting <laughs> in the end game or whatever, you know. So, someone like R-Wise is never going to make it to the finals because R-Wise gets halfway through round five and is like, eh, 
I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually care about this. So, yeah. And, and, and in the qualifiers, awesome. especially, I think you see, like, we'll see a lot of yeah. that just given the structure, right? There's going to be a lot of people like, I don't care about this one anymore. I'll, I'll push, I'll push for the next one. So, I think you're yeah. going to see a lot of people who the folks that make it through the prelims are the ones that, like, truly wanted it, basically, and pleaded the case for themselves to, like, have something happen and led some sort of like Winslay carousel or whatever. And it might not even be as much as you would expect from a finals game, but just that, like I, I hung in there in round five and other people Mm. were already giving up the goose and thinking about next week's game or whatever. I think so. And I think especially this deep into POK, um, the interactions and the game itself are like pretty well known by a, you know, not insignificant number of people. Yeah. Um, like, actually like continuing to try will probably be and i think last year was a big marker of um success for people we've had it for a while you know and i remember i was talking about this the other day like when pok was being uh when pok was being worked on which of course you know we know all about that uh uh there was this thing that people were saying where they were like uh there's so many secrets in the game now they were adding so many secrets with pok no one's going to be able to memorize all of them. And it was like, "Mm, uh." (laughs) one year later, (laughs) just give people a little bit of time. I mean, they'll, they'll narrow it down. I'm not saying like, I can't look at someone's round five, you know, board state and say, it's gotta be just this one. Exactly. Yeah. But I can get it down to three or four, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and the tools to blocking someone's secrets are mostly the same set of, like, three couple... It's like, I, I, you know, if I hit a couple of spaces on the board, I'll block most of the available secrets mm-hmm. that are even out there or, Definitely. or whatever. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I also think, like, some people... The, like, hero thing makes it even more, obviously, mm-hmm. like, um, proma- programmatically easier to drag uh, those final moments out to the point where... It, there is less hidden information. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, any any other closing notes, uh, Teddy, for just like you know success in in competitive TI in general, uh, whether it's prelims and onward. Yeah. Have fun and be nice. Um, <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. There it is. Ooh. Yes. That's, yeah. that's the best advice anybody could get. I, I respect people. Right. Um, respect. Res- if they ask you for something, like that's you know not game related do it yeah (laughs) doesn't cost you anything to be nice to people right yeah (laughs) um if you have a new player give them good advice yeah yeah yeah, stuff like that yeah yeah i'm good advice but leave out the information that would hurt your (laughs) game state i so i always try to be very i always try to be (laughs) actually helpful until like round four basically yeah so And that never really hurts anybody, at least right. as far as I yeah. am concerned. <laughs> it's a testament to how little happens in the first three rounds where it's like, listen, I can literally like help you to my own detriment and I'll be it's fine true. starting round four it's onward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, I hate I hate I hate that situation of playing with newer players and then it be and trying to be super helpful. And then I played this game the other day where I was gonna win off the Necro Hero because I needed like oh. four trade goods or something. And I was like, man, if I if I could just help them, fig- they were like, I don't know how, I, maybe this is going to go another round. I'm not really sure how Hunter can win. <laughs> oh, and I was just like, dang, it's all just like one component. But I was yeah. like, I'm not going to be like, I'm yeah. not going to be like, all right, well, come over here yeah. and I need you to read this card. <laughs> like, yeah, of course, at that point. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, up until, up until round four, round five, it's, you know, whatever. 
just help people out it's yeah. good it's yeah good to do well cool teddy thank you so much and uh we obviously look forward to to seeing you play this year keep us in the know we want to keep track of all of our champions as they as they progress through the through the qualifiers this round since everybody's starting on the same level i'm just so much more yeah. interested in like the storylines everyone is gonna go through you know everybody's basically gonna have a shared experience this year as opposed to previous years with the like did you come up from the qualifiers or did you get yeah. the buy or whatever so you know just if if you whenever you have games let us know we'd love to uh try to get them on stream or, or at least uh see what's happening with them of course and uh yeah keep up the good work i really i really like the way you you've uh changed the tournament i think it'll be to its benefit <laughs> cool well awesome. awesome thanks buddy of course talk soon What a little joy. What a just a wonderful group of people to talk to. Uh, my favorite thing about this tournament is the people who do really well are people I genuinely like. <laughs> and that has been such a, a defining characteristic of like the of the champions is like people I yeah. would call up for just sort of any old reason and would always always play a game with. But yeah, that was such a that was such a great time uh, hanging out with everybody. Yeah, they're all so fun uh, to hang out with and to talk to. Um, that I feel like we're kind of overdue for like a villain. Um, <laughs> and I think that it would be cool if Tournament 6 winner was like, I mean, obviously it's going to be me. So maybe I should put <laughs> Tournament 7 winner, uh -huh. I think should be like a villain. I, no, I think who you hates just pointed it out, Hunter. I think you're the uh, villain. I think it's time for your villainy arc. Wow. <laughs> That'd be so cool if I won and then we did another episode like this in like five years and you had to like interview me. <laughs> And I had to like, and I got to like condescend you to like the highest level <laughs> and just be like, well, here, my, my young little, my, my little child, my little baby child, I'll teach you how to play. Uh -huh. um, that would be fun. A good vibe for me and kind of a shake up from like uh -huh. the usual stuff on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to win. Uh, and then, and then I will disassociate from the show. Uh -huh. I'll be like, I don't. The, those Space Cats guys, they don't know what they're talking yeah, about. That'll be my new you. bit. Just I'm going to totally be one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're too focused on boat float. They're <laughs> they're idiots. They play they play boat float, and me and my crew, we do not play boat float, and that's why we're yeah. cool, and they suck. It's not like every single champion also like condones and encourages boat floating, and I don't know. They're all five champions of the game. I don't know. There's not, it's not like there's nothing to that, no. I'm actually always flattered by our haters in a weird way. Mm -hmm. uh, not to say that people that say that are, hate. are yeah. the haters. Sure. There's, I mean, listen, we have a spectrum of hate. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's funny when we get like credited for like how people play Twilight Imperium. Right. Because I actually think that I do want to say, I think y'all maybe are overestimating our influence a little we bit. We are just observers and we and we just <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. is working. Like I yeah, you know, like Hunter and I did not come up with boat floating. That is no, absolutely for sure. No. You can hear in an old like listen to our interview with the all the, the finalists and we hear from Schroeder and Schroeder's like, You gotta be a salesman and we're like, What? That's so novel. What an interesting mm -hmm. idea. Like we we were we learning that we didn't even come up with boat float yeah. like that term right that was janor yeah that right. was was talking about floating yep. boats and then that just kind of caught on as thing. like a thing people say um and that was not us right so that's the thing <laughs> y'all like sometimes you got to remember like we're kind of carrying a flame here uh -huh. you know right. we're looking at the community and we're talking about the things that y'all are talking about and I mean, so don't don't blame us right. you know y'all well, are the one every listener 
you're the ones that ruin the game. The whole... Not me and Matt who have ultimate influence over the rules of the game and how it works. <laughs> but that was literally the thesis of the tournament was like, we have to see how other people play because we can't just like yeah. have our own ideas about this game. That's always been the entire purpose of all of this. Yep. So yeah, I yep. mean, if anything too, to get back to like the champions, that's been the fascinating part of sort of following up with all of them is my, my favorite thing of where the game is getting at at this point is the consistency of like people not having very much advice for the strategy of the game and it's more about like the advice of how to survive the day or the advice of how to just like be kind to everybody or whatever like there it's everything is so much more about like still maintaining the experience of a good game of twilight imperium and it's never yeah. about like how do you perform to your utmost capabilities to succeed in the end it's like so many so much of the advice is like how to you know how to make sure it's still enjoyable for yourself or whatever. Right, right. And I mean, you know, we are not experts in that. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. we're we're far from people that know how to enjoy the game, okay? <laughs> so, like, you really should be listening to their, their take their advice yeah. for once, I just want to say. Right. You know, don't, li don't listen to us. Listen to them. Uh, we don't, you know, we don't know how to f have fun at all, you know? We've... <laughs> We've ruined our lives, you know. We've just gone right into the crapper with it, um, you know. And I mean, phew, we're grasping at straws here, mm -hmm. but but you know, we all are. All of we, all of us together, all of us as a community, are just trying to survive. Is that your? Yeah, is that what you're I saying? think I think I think we're all just trying to get along. You know, I don't mm -hmm. want to get too philosophical here, but everybody's just trying to to find the little Twilight Imperium inside and 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 keep it keep it light uh -huh. you know yeah keep it lit keep it lit keep, keep it, it lit, lit folks keep it lit, yeah <laughs> for real for real you know as my friend Brassbird would say <laughs> <laughs> keep it wet everybody <laughs> yeah stay wet everybody man oh uh, well i want to thank all of our uh champions i keep i almost always say finalists because when we do this style of episode i say i it's our finalist interviews but these weren't finalists these are champions but thank you to all our champions for taking part of this uh and i also yeah. need to thank all of our weird bears big al cappuccino squeamishimu brassbird cabal of soul kalu and daryl jadeen jedi carnal kindred spirit alice amlachevsky sunfax absol ricky m44 ryz and tang and our teensy sprouts craig and curcula savant and vince you can rate this podcast in various places, and if you do so, it makes us gods of the algorithm, and we are computationally <laughs> pure. Uh, you can also, <laughs> I keep saying this, you can find our website, and I recognize that the website didn't exist for a bit and exists again and all that, but uh, right here around the corner, we are getting the finishing touches on the uh, essentially new website. Uh, that'll be spacecatspeaceturtles.com, which will have information about our Patreon, our Discord. Uh, we'll have kind of after the launch of the website, we'll get to new merch announcements. Uh, but more importantly, too, uh, with regards to this episode, you'll find the tournament rules on that website now. Uh, so if you're playing in the tournament, uh, there will be a very important, essentially, document. Uh, you can get that document, like, on the Discord right now, but it will be on the website itself of, like, literally, like, the codes of conduct and everything of how, how to get in games, what to do once you're in a game, once, what to do yes. if you have a problem in the game, all that kind yes. of stuff will be on the website, hopefully before the time of the first uh, qualifier game, if not very, very soon after. Uh, but again, all that information is still available. You can also send us this Imperium Life Stories to SpaceCatsPeaceTurtles at gmail.com. Calm. Um, Galactic Counselors, uh, we have a Agenda Phase Mailbag episode coming up where we are going to, uh, for an entire episode, just answer uh, questions. Um, this is this episode's going to kind of serve two purposes. Um, if you haven't noticed, we're in kind of a mini arc right now of really just trying 
to prepare everyone for tournament six. Yeah. Um, we have been in the background working on some upcoming uh, strategy guide episodes. I've been playing some Necro, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, honestly, I could do that one in my sleep. So we're already <laughs> ready to go. Um, that's, uh, you know, honestly, Necro is the the faction that I feel like I have the easiest time with. Mm -hmm. um, and which is weird because they always start in, in of the bad zone. In the pitter, yeah. Um, yeah, they always start in kind of a weird spot. And then... <laughs> It's like they start and it's like, this is a B tier faction. Right. And then by the end of it, it's like, no, it's S tier, yep. baby. E. <laughs> um, but Galactic Counselors, we have an Agenda Phase mailbag uh, episode coming up. Mm -hmm. um, so if you check the Patreon, there is a post that you can comment on. Ask us a question. We are going to be uh, we're gonna be answering yeah. all of them. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of really good ones. Like, for example, Cage has asked, can we get some love advice? <laughs> um, so I'm preparing to, to answer that question. Uh, you give me a little bit of time. Uh, I've been working on it and I've been going outside uh -huh. and trying to work on uh, love. Um, and now <laughs> Matt episode, is married, so Hunter's he probably episode, won't have much which to is add 20 to years in the making. Hunter's love yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah, my, I'm going to give you some love advice. And so stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, Homebrewers Guild, um, we are, uh, you know, kind of, we're, we're taking our time with our current project, which yes. of course is uh, Twilight Imperium. Uh, zero edition is the working title. Mm -hmm. um, the poll to decide what uh, sort of age or timeline to set zero edition in is still up. You only have three days left. I don't remember why I set it up like that. Mm -hmm. Don't really care right now to fix it or change it. Um, right now, pretty much the votes are, it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, we've got, most people have voted for uh, the Mahakt Wars, which is like the earliest era we could possibly set it in. Yeah. I kind of like this era for a couple reasons. First of all, it connects to POK, right? Yeah. So where we're at currently in the Twilight Imperium universe connects most closely prequel-wise to when the Mahakt uh, yeah. kings ruled. And uh, and so I think that I'm perfectly fine with exploring that. Yeah. Um, I just want to call out the other option that has been popular at 42% of the vote uh, is Age of Dusk which is kind of like, it would be our uh, most similar to uh, the Fall of the Empire yeah. uh, scenario from the second expansion for Twilight Imperium 3rd Edition. Yeah. Um, so if, you know, if we want to kind of tighten it up, if there are some people that voted, it's funny because we have 50% of the vote is for the Mahawked Wars, 42% is for Age of Dusk, and then 0% for <laughs> Twilight Wars, which is really funny. Yeah, as, and then as Kraken noted, your description of the Twilight Wars is this was the big war from years ago. This seems like the best option. 0% yeah, of the vote. Thank that you. Was not, Thanks. I did not Thanks, write Patreon. that. I, I was, I was uh, copying Liver, right, liver, liver Squatch's uh, post. Yeah. So that's Liver Squatch's opinion there, yeah. um, which I laundered as my own. Um, <laughs> And then the other option is the Dark Years, which has 8%. So if the Dark Years people switched over to Age of Dusk, you could get a tie there. Right. Um, and of course, uh, in when it comes to ties, uh, the way those work is um, I don't tell you how it works anymore. <laughs> you don't get to know how ties work. We anymore. will We're call Planet era. Earth. We'll call Planet Earth, but we'll that, Planet you don't Earth. get to know anything about that. We'll okay? call Planet <laughs> Earth and we'll say... All right, Planet Earth, so the options are Age of Dusk or Mahawked Wars. No explanation yeah. as to what we're talking about. If Planet Earth is not up to date on what's going on in the Homebrewers Guild, which I don't believe uh, Planet Earth has access to, actually. But if you want access to the Homebrewers Guild, uh, please join it next week. Uh, we will kind of uh, advance things forward mm -hmm. as far as Twilight Imperium Zero Edition is concerned. Um, I think the next big question that I'm going to want 
uh, to answer is, do we want to have public objectives at all? <laughs> like, do we even want them to be a part of it? Because here's the thing. If we're going to do a prequel, I believe the logic of public objectives in Twilight Imperium has a lot to do with the way the universe is structured yeah. thematically. Right. There is a kind of center to the universe, which is Mechatol Rex. Right. Uh, there is this sort of broken hierarchy, right? But there's a lot of, like, the universe kind of has a lot of, like, will to it. That's yeah. why I, I imagine these public objectives are, these these factions are actually kind of contending with each other in order to establish themselves as yeah. the new order. Right. Um, but there is still that weakened old order sticking around, yeah. okay? Um, I think in the Mahawk Wars situation, public objectives seem like, that doesn't necessarily seem like the most uh, like befitting way to do, to structure it, and right. Age of Dusk is the same way. Both Age of Dusk and Mahawked Wars have a villain, mm -hmm. like outright, which would be the Lazax or the Mahawk. Yep. So do we do we want to have those be playable factions, or do we want perhaps the way you win the game to be structured more around what you are doing to uh, the the villain, right. the bad guy? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll uh we'll we'll talk about it. And uh, hopefully next time you hear uh, from us on the Homebrewers Guild, maybe I will have a new uh, decision to post for you um, or no new point of uh, conversation. Yeah. I know I'm excited about exploring uh, getting rid of public objectives and only having secret objectives. That's my current <laughs> That's your current idea. Thought. All, yeah. all objectives are secret. Uh, you don't score 10 to win. I think 10 secret objectives is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But I think it'd be cool if no one really knew what each other were up to. And then there were points that appeared throughout the game. Hmm. And the, the, yeah. those replace public There's objectives. There's a lot of tug of wars. And then there's a bunch of secret objectives. I think it should be more point salad. I, I think it should be like you play to 20 points, but there's like lots and lots of points you get out there. So that you, like every action is in some sort of service towards one of those goals of netting. A, a larger number of points or whatever. Yeah, I don't like point salad as much because it's not dramatic enough. Sure. We gotta we gotta maintain the drama. Well, but know? it can be drama if it's like in one fell swoop you you get four points, right? I'm at, I'm at sixteen and then I do this crazy thing and I I get a bunch of points all at once. Well, see, that sounds like uh, four points and one point are basically the same. Maybe so I'm I'm more of a soccer guy. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Oh, oh like, I see. I'm, I see. You're saying oh, it could be football, and it's like. Well, one point and seven <laughs> points, what's the difference? Yeah, sure, you know, sure. that's what I say. <laughs> that's what I say to all you American football heads uh -huh. out there. You're trying you're trying to ban the field goal out here. Just like keep what the integers low. Keep I'm, the I'm, I'm, low. I'm 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 low integer guy. I li I like low numbers. Yeah. Um and uh everybody else, you know, everybody else you know, keep 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 chilling out there. Um I Want to try and get a mock tournament game in before <laughs> I don't uh, even know this time. For a the, the real question is when is when is your first tournament game, Hunter? <laughs> we're we're basically closer to you playing in your first tournament match than we are. Like, My first tournament else. game is going to be here. I can give you like a very good idea of when it will be. <laughs> uh, it will probably be October fourteenth, which hilarious. is a while. It's a while yeah. from now. Yeah, so you're not, getting in, you're uh, not getting in on the first two weekends. We're, 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 we'll already have 50 games done by the time Hunter's getting his first game. Ew, don't talk like that. Ew. <laughs> is that true? That's not no, right, I is haven't, it? I oh, haven't, no, I haven't tallied it up at all. I do, to speak to what we were saying earlier of like, will we get to 216? I do love the disparity in confidence uh, of how, the, like I have this low confidence. I'm afraid we won't hit 216. And then we got like a message the other day that was like, do you think we're going to run out of games by November? <laughs> 
It's like, oh, I don't think, I don't think 216 games will be played in October alone. No, I don't believe that that will happen. But I love your, uh, your chutzpah that that might be an op, like that that could happen. That's a lot of confidence in the community that uh, I can get behind. Listen, Matt, it's getting colder out there. Uh -huh. People have, people have been, they've, they've traveled the world in the summer. <laughs> And they've had all their fun, and now they just want to come back inside, have a <laughs> cup of hot cocoa, and play a 16-hour game of Twilight Imperium. Okay? That's what they want. And no, this is why... it's only 10 hours because of the 8-hour time limit, and then you get to round 5 right at the end, of, like right as the timer turns over, and then you play... Well, I guess you can do a 12-hour game. You can have a 4-hour round 5 and have a 12-hour game of TI. Matt... Um, don't talk like this because if you're trying to get me to show you an eight hour round five, yeah. I will. Yeah. <laughs> I will make an eight hour round five if you want. If that's if that's what you got going I really, on. I really don't. You got time for that? I know what the faction pool would be for that. It would be like Hakan, Empyrean, Necro, uh, Jolnar. Uh, it'd be like super boat floating. Yeah. Right? It sounds you know, familiar. It sounds really yeah, familiar to something, a, a set of factions we kind of just saw. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, d doesn't it? Yeah, uh, Isarl would be a great addition too. Yeah, keep keep it going. Um, anyways, this is a fun episode. Um, yeah, I I like doing the show. Uh, you do, you know, just to answer that question. Just I just want to let oh, people yeah, know yeah, that. Sure. It. Yeah, but I've got this mailbag. Hunter, do you like this show? Do you like doing it? And I actually do like it. Um, I think it's been getting it's been getting pretty good lately. Um, it's been tough, you know, because it was like for for a number of years, I was like, ah, eh, it's not a very good show. But now. It's just now getting good. Hitting its stride. Uh, so if, you, if you've been listening since day one, uh -huh. uh, thank you. Uh, but I think we're about, we're kind of getting our legs we're, now. We're like any good TV show, you know, 300 episode in, that's when it gets really good, basically. Oh my God, please. Will someone, <laughs> Start next, time, next time you're like, if those of you that are out there that like to tell other people about the show, really appreciate it anytime someone does that. Um, I, I think it's wild that that ever happens, but... <laughs> Uh, if you find yourself in that situation, please make a little comment like, no, it's really good. The first 300 episodes, though, you kind of got to like, you kind of got to bear with those, you know? I would listen to them because it, it lays it's out a lot of material. Yeah. It's important, but it doesn't really pick up until yeah. about, you know, episode 318. <laughs> that's like when it really gets good. That's like, that's a good bit to me. So please, please do that. I, yeah, how about this? Five stars. Give us a five-star review uh -huh. and say, after 318 episodes, it's finally good. Yeah. <laughs> please. please. Update. Do a four-star rating and then update it to a five-star to say, like, <laughs> I finally came around and I just wanted to update my rating to say it's it got it just got that little bit it was, better. It was one star yeah. until 318, and then it's really coming together. <laughs> These boys are really learning. Five stars, 318 episodes, and they're finally learning. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles. And thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum.